This episode of Backseat Filmmakers is brought to you by Neighbors 2, Sorority Rising. As always, spoilers do possibly follow, so please listen carefully. Enjoy. Sweet. What do um, you think? I think I liked it better than the first one. Dude, for me there is no question. Which movie is better? That was like that was like a masterpiece. <laughs> that was unbelievable. Um, I um cried. When you cry, um, when the girls realized that the sisterhood was what. <laughs> <laughs> when they realized the pants that were traveling all along were actually <laughs> magic. Yeah, I did. Like. It was emotional, dude. Dude, dude. But the fact that that <laughs> it, it line was, was pitched by Zac Efron, who was absolutely wonderful, yeah. dude, in a White Goodman-esque role. Zac dude. Efron killed it in this one. He was funny. He was funny in the first one too. I didn't think so. Um, see, I liked him in the first one. I have to rewatch the first one. Because, um, um, dude, because I love the Zac Efron Dave Franco play. Because uh, um, I, I think that. Dave Franco and Zac Efron are of a hilarious. They're just as dude. good as Seth and James Franco. Dude, I thought they were. I, see, here's the thing. Like, that's how I would describe this movie. Like. I thought their dynamic was... I thought this movie was literally a classic. Like, instant classic. I'm telling everybody to see this. Oh, oh sorry. Um, I'm telling everybody to see this. Dude, the way I... <laughs> dude, dude, Seth was f- hilarious. Um, is her name Rose or Rosie Burns? Rosie, Rosie Burns. Ro- it's actually pronounced Rosé. Wait, Rosé Burns? <laughs> I don't think it's pronounced that way. <laughs> Um, she was like really funny. The she's always joke. really funny. Yeah, dude. Um, bridesmaids. Uh, bridesmaids. She's good in everything. She's a doll. What else is she in? Um. Oh, she's one. Spy. So, dude, I haven't seen Spy. Have um, you? No, but I hear she crushes it. I would like to see that. I mean, um, it's Paul Feig again. Dude, the Ghostbusters trailer was good. Uh, the well, second one. Yeah, the I one like we the saw second the other trailer. Night. Yeah, yeah. I didn't mind. It's not like I minded the. Yeah, it was. Okay, I'm going on record. Yeah. Ghostbusters trailer two, best part of Angry Birds. Be sure not to miss the first ten minutes of the movie (laughs) before the movie begins. Don't miss the first ten minutes before the movie. (laughs) Because we missed the biggest laughs during the trailer of Ghostbusters (laughs) before Angry Birds. Leslie Jones with with some funny lines. This has been a public service announcement (laughs) against Angry Birds 3D. <laughs> we had high hopes from from the knuckleheads from here the knuckleheads. at with here, a Z with a Z here at Backseat Filmmakers. We we may now resume the podcast. All right, dude, I loved it. I thought I, it was my favorite Seth Rogen role since I don't since Pineapple Express. Whoa! <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Propose something. I could be wrong. Um. It was funny people after Pineapple Express? Yeah. Okay, Boom, that, bitch. That that that. Alright, fair um, enough. It's funny people on record, one of my one of my favorite movies. Me too. It's a great, great one. TJ shepherded it into my life. <laughs> it's that good. I was down on it and he spun me around. Yeah, because Judd's the man. Judd's the man. People don't give Juddy enough uh, enough credit. Yeah. Well, and like he's also like 
movies he's made are like the most popular in America. So. Only the best, and he's <laughs> he's bringing us an instant classic and pop star. Instant Never stop. Pop. Never stopping. Dude, we need to make a cut of us just promoing Popstar <laughs> in all the podcasts. Yeah, we really do. Because I think we've done it Pop every star. podcast. Popstar, shout out, Popstar. Popstar, shout out. Popstar, shout out. Popstar. Well, yeah, I do, because we saw the trailer, and I was just like, Okay. Back to Neighbors 2. Yeah, dude. It was good. I laughed a lot more than I thought I would, because I didn't like the first one. I didn't like the first one at all. Dude, I wanted to like the first one. I watched the first one continuously with friends who loved the first oh, one. You've seen it multiple times, multiple times, Whoa. and have not liked it any of the multiple times. Whoa. But have wanted to Whoa. every single time. So once was enough for me, dude. It was. I'll, I'll give. I'll give it this. It was better than Sex Tape. Um, have not one seen of the worst, Sex Tape. One of the worst uh, movies I've ever seen. Yeah, it felt like it would be bad. Unfortunately. I love Jason Segel, though. Movie, and, dude, Cameron Diaz, it's, it's typically so, really funny. Yeah, dude, so much potential. Um, and it was Stoller, too, right? I hope not. I don't think so. You positive, um, though? I'm not positive. I mean, I'm but pretty sure Segel wrote it. Because, dude, Stoller just gave us, like, an absolute... Oh, message. dude, how, how dude, about on, there's an impossible gag in this movie? Um, Dude, the impossible gag. The where impossible Seth Rogen gag. sees, he, he closes his eyes and smells for the duffel bag full of weed. As if he was the Terminator. And he has like a sense, like he's, yeah, like he's the Terminator and he finds it and it's awesome. Definitely impossible, but it was great to see an impossible gag in a major comedy. Especially in one that was, for the most part, kind grounded, of grounded. grounded. Very grounded. It, the only time it's not grounded is in its skits with like... The airbag. The airbags stuff. were grounded in this one. I didn't think they were grounded in the last one. I didn't buy. I didn't buy the whole installing it in an office chair thing. Like, I don't know. It wasn't working for me. And the they, they it pushed them to the ceiling too fast. It was maybe airbags are stronger than I know though. Yeah, maybe you need. Yeah. Maybe I need to like educate myself on airbags. Let's take some out of your car tonight and jump on them. See what happens. <laughs> Uh, Maybe I'll put one in your chair yes, while you're asleep. <laughs> I got two. Whoa. One for each hand or Phillips one for each. Phillips and Flathead? Um, no, actually, <laughs> I just rock a Phillips. Which one's that? The non-flat one? All right, well, let's, uh, let's get logical real quick. <laughs> so a flathead <laughs> would look like a minus sign, right? <laughs> so what would a Phillips oh, look oh, like? Or, you know, uh... Wait. You know the one that's flat completely, like a line? Oh, you know, like a hammerhead shirt. What would the opposite of that one be? A shark's head. Exactly. A shark's head screwdriver. <laughs> um, this has been a lesson on carpentry from Will Freeman. <laughs> oh, back to Dave. <laughs> Dave Franco. I was stoked he was in this. I did not think he was going to be in this. And then when I saw him, and immediately, oh, and Jared Carmichael. Jared Carmichael Hilarious. Underuse of McLovin. Definite underuse, dude. Um, I don't it's, know. I feel like he was just there to show off his pecs. Exactly. <laughs> it was just, it was just like... FYI, Nation, McLovin is ripped. Apparently <laughs> in some indie band. Whoa. Yeah, that's what a co-worker was telling me, and I was like, look at you knowing a lot about McLovin's life. McLovin is ripped. <laughs> dude, that makes me want to watch Role Models. Um, I love that movie. <laughs> dude, Sean, Sean Willem, whatever his name is. 
It's gonna call him Sean Wendell's booth. <laughs> okay, so TJ always messes up names of famous people, but he always makes them slightly cooler. <laughs> Maybe we'll go into it some other time. That's just a teaser. Yeah, it's just the the watered down version. That's just a teaser. It takes Sean William Scott and makes him Sean Willem Booth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like comboing him with the dude who killed Lincoln. Yeah, yeah. Right. That guy. Um, the guy who. I'll save it. <laughs> so Will's a bit of a history buff, <laughs> but more on that also later. Um, yeah. So Dave Franco, funny. I'm glad they brought back some of the original uh, brothers. It was good, and it made sense in their storyline too. Oh yeah. They were dude. very, very logical. <laughs> they did what I was talking. What we were currently doing for the spec episode we're writing, where they figured out what happened in the time since we last seen all these characters. Yes. 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 yes they. You exactly. could tell they really kind of thought about. Okay, this much time's passed. What have these characters been up to? Who are they now? And most of them were making pretty big life decisions. And Zac Efron was, um, oh my God, that hilarious prom joke, dude. <laughs> yeah, that was like, great. I'm like the oldest person at my work for like six years. I had to work for Johnny the other day because he had to go to quote unquote prom. No, he said, <laughs> he goes, I had to cover my boss because he had to go to his <laughs> prom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he did the air quotes. He did the air quotes. <sighs> Oh, my God. It was dude. great. Um, Zach Efron, definitely hilarious. And you know what was weird? I wanted to talk back to you about this. Yeah. Kind of felt more like a Zach Efron movie. Definitely. Than a Seth Rogen. He was like the Bugs Bunny of it. Like, it's weird. They give Seth Rogen the A story because this, this whole movie's kind of plotted out like a sitcom. It's kind of got an A, B, and C story. In the way where, like, they intertwine. And even in the way where we start with the A, we see Seth and Rosie. Then after that, we get uh, we get Zach and Dave. Yeah. And then after that, we get the sorority sisters. But we spend time with each story. We get scenes with just the sorority and seeing what they're thinking. And, like, we get scenes with just Zach thinking what he's thinking. It's very spread just out. Just Seth and them. We follow a lot of people. And a lot of storylines, and kind of see very even perspectives. They do a good job making you feel for the sorority and for Seth and them. Because it's so easy to just want to side with Seth, because he's our guy from the last one. Yeah, and he's Seth Rogen. I mean, I always want to side with Seth. So hire um, me. Dude, Zach Efron's the one who goes back and forth between the two. And hilariously so. And, like, when it first happened, because they give it to you in the trailer, you know, I'm switching sides. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So you're kind of like, okay, well, I know it's going to happen. And then you're kind of like, when's it going to happen? Yeah, when why? is why? it going to happen? And then when it happens, you're just like, that was so worth it. <laughs> I, it was honestly the... Um, to me, that was, like, uh, better made than 22 Jump Street. Um, like, I really like 22 Jump Street. I got to watch it again. But... I don't know. This felt so full. Like, every story, everything... Everything went to completion. Yeah, it was... was, um, And um, it ended on a very good note. Yeah, Although I would have liked it to end on a joke. Um, Oh, yeah. Kind of a pet peeve of mine. Yeah, yeah. Comedies that don't end on jokes. What was the ending? Um, It was just them happily being like, we did it. 
Yeah, why would you do that? Dude, one of the, Remember best, they, one of the best movie joke endings, Paul Pass, Jason Sudeikis. What's he do? I've, I haven't seen it in a while. He just has this great line um, and just bounces to the credit music. Um, Heartbreak Kid. I guess the Farley Brothers do it. I haven't seen it. Oh, really? I've seen the first half. Oh, dude, I would like to play that for you. Sometime. Um, um, but let's talk about the movie because we're yeah, almost more about the structure, dude. Oh, I was just gonna say, like, if you see, if you watch it, I'd be interested to watch it again and kind of dissect it more. Totally, totally, but, um, totally. But when you watch it, you could definitely feel like, hey, we spent a couple minutes with them. I bet we're gonna cut soon and go spend time with someone else. And like, I could pretty much accurately guess they set it up. The if, order. Yeah, and, and like. If you look at the credits, it was written by like six people. Really? Yeah. So it kind of feels like they just had a really, really fun writer's room. They probably like really had to figure this out with a lot of heads. Now what's also interesting, this is called Sorority Rising, right? It is? Yeah, it's Neighbors 2, Sorority Rising. I'm glad they have a subtitle. It's hilarious. Great joke. (laughs) But here's the thing. They're getting a little bit of fleck right now because they have no women writers. But I think they handled their women characters really great. Um, yeah. Um, because, um, dude, Rosie Byrne and Seth Rogen have, like, one of the best dynamic relationships of that kind of, like, age genre dude, coupling that I've seen. Dude, while I was watching it tonight, I was like, this is my favorite movie couple. And, like, I've never even thought about it. I don't think that regularly about movie married couples. They were great. Dude, I legitimately really wanted to see a third one, and it was kind of like... See, I just sw- don't know what you would do with a third one. It was kind of that they just ended it so completely. Um, yeah, they kind of had to. They didn't have to. that corny kind of like pitch for a third. Um, plus, they are, plus, they already made the third. Um, as promotion for the second one, and it's like Seth and Zach fight zombies. Oh, cool. <laughs> Neighbor, it's like Neighbors 3, zombie oh, they, they, they did that as a yeah. promo? It's like a parody promo, they, and then they like aired so they, it. they realized it's a lot Yeah, they, they aired it during The Walking Dead because of Preacher. Dude, Zach Efron ended up crushing it as a gay wedding planner. Oh, I'm so <laughs> funny, dude. <laughs> I know, perfect job to give Zach at the end. I feel like... Dude, what a funny, weird moment when all of a sudden you're like, is Dave Franco gay in this movie? I, like, realized it really late. I don't know if you oh, remember yeah, that. Oh, yeah, I remember like, you re- realizing it late and being like, so we'll not understand where this is going. Like, <laughs> like 10 seconds after it happened, I, like, turned Like, literally, like, whoa. Okay, so check it out. So check it out. So they all started singing Jason Mraz, I'm Yours. And this dude gets on one knee and start, And James Franco goes, oh, my God, is this happening? And I'm looking, and I'm, wait, hold on, hold on. I'm looking at Will, like, dude, James Franco, Dave Franco's gay in this movie. That's so crazy. What a crazy decision. That's awesome. Like, go them. That's so wild. I'm proud of this movie. I'm yours. And, and Will's just jamming. <laughs> and the guy's on one knee. And right before he goes, he goes, he goes like, you've made me the happiest man. And Dave Frank is like, oh, and Will looks at me and goes, wait. <laughs> and then he's like, what? And then all of a sudden he's like, will you marry me? And he's like, oh. 
<laughs> really, really, like, didn't even know. It had to be spelled out for you. Dude. Uh, but the whole time, dude, like. Dude, the powers of Jason Mraz. Dude, it was. <laughs> you say? It was like half a second into it. I was like, whoa. <laughs> that's wild. Yeah, dude, that was a baller move. Dude, um, baller move on their part. And because, like, it wasn't a gimmick. It wasn't played corny. so wasn't, well. Dave Franco is. Dude, Dave Franco beautiful and Zac Efron are some of my favorite male comedic actors They're right the now. the best bromance ever, dude. One of the best. Um, J.D. Turk Scrubs. I the would say, okay, the best current bromance. Um, hmm. Zach Braff and Donald Fajan from Scrubs. Are they still current? Dude, they're like BFFs because <laughs> of the show. Oh, right, okay, okay. They're still current <laughs> on like Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. Sweet. Dude, they hang out all the time. <laughs> That's really awesome. Um, I feel like, I feel like, dude, what's, um, is, is it Dave Franco and, um, Zach Efron and Dave and Johnny need wedding <laughs> days? <laughs> I think it's called Zach and Dave. Um, is it? Is I it think him? it might be. It? No, it's not. I wish it was. It's actually very, very close. They're like, if we can't get Dave Franco, let's look like you put Dave Franco in like a trash <laughs> compactor for like just half a second like and yeah. give him Adam Devine from Workaholics. Oh, oh um, that's good casting. Who I'm that also a huge fan of. Dude, I'm stoked on that. You'll be, uh, trailer? I'd I give I it a solid. Seen, I haven't seen the trailer. Give the trailer a solid. <laughs> um, Dude, you know, sometimes that's promising. Sometimes, not all the time. Because uh, the filmmakers don't make the trailers. Yeah, unless you, unless you do. Dope. Yeah. Like the Lonely Island, <laughs> yeah. you know they were watching that trailer before it was released. Of course. <laughs> um, but I love Audrey Plaza. I love uh, Zach, Anna Kendrick. Dude, a great secret. Adam Devine's hilarious. Dude, yeah, I would like to get to know Adam Devine more. Um, dude, big workaholics fan. Big fan of him on Modern Family. Dude, secret, great Zach Efron um, role. Hit me with it. As we wind up. Yeah. Um, me and Orson Welles, directed by Richard Linklater. Uh, oh, I'd love to watch that. Everybody wants some... Um, School of Rock. Um, School of Rock again. That, that's what first you know turned me around on Zach from like just like reflexively like being like oh yeah did Zach Efron like the hot guy in High School Musical 3 <laughs> <laughs> and also 1 and 2 <laughs> and also 1 and 2 there's a great High School Musical 1, 2, and 3 joke in Brooklyn 99 this season <laughs> and we'll leave the podcast with that go see Neighbors 2 Knuckleheads out what up what you watching? Shark Tank. Shark Tank. Shout out Shark Tank. <laughs>